0: Holy Week is the week between Palm Sunday and Easter. For the church, it is a time of devotion to the passion of Jesus Christ. A time of significance where we consider the journey of Jesus toward the cross, his steps, his actions, his care, his love, his sacrifice. Today reading for us, we have teaching pastor, Nick Person.
1: We are reading today Matthew chapter 21, verses 12 through 22, and we're also reading Isaiah 56, verses 1 through 8, and I'll be reading in the CSB. I'll begin with verse 12 of Matthew chapter 21. It says this, Jesus went into the temple and threw out all those buying and selling. He overturned the tables of the money changers and the chairs of those selling doves, He said to them, It is written, My house will be called a house of prayer, but you are making it a den of thieves. The blind and the lame came to him in the temple, and he healed them. When the chief priests and the scribes saw the wonders that he did, and the children shouting in the temple, Hosanna to the son of David, they were indignant. And said to him, Do you hear what these children are saying? Jesus replied, Yes. Have you never read? You have prepared praise from the mouths of infants and nursing babies. Then he left them, went out of the city to Bethany, and spent the night there. Early in the morning, as he was returning to the city, he was hungry. Seeing a lone fig tree by the road, he went up to it and found nothing on it except leaves. And he said to it, May no fruit ever come from you again. At once the fig tree withered. When the disciples saw it, they were amazed and said, how did the fig tree wither so quickly? Jesus answered them, truly, I tell you, if you have faith and do not doubt, you will not only do what was done to the fig tree. But even if you tell this mountain, be lifted up and thrown into the sea, it will be done. And if you believe you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. Let's go to Isaiah. says this beginning in verse one of Isaiah 56. This is what the Lord says, preserve justice and do what is right. For my salvation is coming soon and my righteousness will be revealed. Happy is the person who does this, the son of man who holds it fast, who keeps the Sabbath without desecrating it and keeps his hand from doing any evil. No foreigner who has joined himself to the Lord should say, the Lord will exclude me from his people And the eunuch should not say, Look, I am dried, I'm a dried up tree. For the Lord says, For the eunuchs who keep my Sabbaths and choose what pleases me and holds firmly to my covenant, I will give them in my house and within my walls a memorial and a name better than the sons and daughters. I will give each of them an everlasting name. They will never be cut off. As for the foreigners who join themselves to the Lord, to minister to him, to love the name of the Lord and to become his servants, All who keep the Sabbath without desecrating it and who hold firmly to my covenant, I will bring them to my holy mountain and let them rejoice in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and sacrifices will be acceptable on my altar, for my house will be called a house of prayer for all nations. This is the declaration of the Lord God, who gathers the dispersed of Israel. I will gather them to them, still others besides those already gathered. Just a few thoughts as we are on this holy week journey together. The first one is from Matthew chapter 21 in verse 12. You see this posture of Jesus that we're not used to seeing. We typically see Jesus meeting people in their broken state. We typically see Jesus, you know, raising up those who have been overlooked, but right now we see. A very righteous anger in Jesus. And you might go, why is Jesus so angry? A couple of things to think about. He is five days away, really four days away from giving his life on a cross to pay for what was lost. And he walks up to this temple and the very people who should be reminding people of what is true, that should be reminding people that a redeemer and the Savior is coming. They are charging people for the redemption of their sins. They are charging people for buying sacrifices. And Jesus is like, no, not in my father's house. No way is this going to be allowed. And so he has this righteous anger. See, This was supposed to be a place of worship. This was supposed to be a place that people were reminded about the goodness of their father, but yet it had become a place of materialism. It had become a place of commercialism, and Jesus was not going to have this in his place because he knew the sacrifice that was about to be made on the behalf of his people, and he very much was inviting all of the people to his table. And then let's skip down. I want to skip down to verse Number 18 and 19, where you see this fig tree that is Jesus gets angry with. it. And you go, man, why are you mad at a tree, Jesus? Here's why Jesus was upset. It wasn't just about the fig tree. It was that the fig tree looked as if it was producing fruit, but it produced nothing. So another way to say this is it looked the part, but it wasn't the part. It, it sounded the part, but it wasn't the part. And so Jesus got to this fig tree and it reminded him of the nation of Israel at this time. See, they looked the part. They did the religious things. They prayed loudly out in public. They did all the things that look the part, but yet they were barren of fruit. They bore no fruit. They were. They did not reflect his father in the ways that they lived their life. They just looked the part, but they weren't the part. And Jesus said, you know what? I'm going to reveal who you really are. So that's why the fig tree withered up and died. Because it's that was the true nature of that tree. Jesus just revealed what was true and that is still what he is doing. And and I love that we were able to read in the Old Testament, Isaiah 56, because you will see that Jesus constantly is quoting Old Testament scripture. Why? Because that was his audience. They knew exactly what he was talking about. And I love that the prophet Isaiah was writing many, many years before this moment, this prophetic word of what Jesus would be doing and what Jesus would establish And so in Isaiah, we're reminded that even in this Old Testament context, Isaiah is saying all people will be invited to the family of God. And I love that he used the language of eunuchs because eunuchs were not able um, really to bear kids. And so he's saying even the eunuch will be approved. Even the eunuch will multiply. And I love that because it reminds us as a people that as Jesus was walking towards the cross, he was remembering why he was doing the thing he was doing. It was so that those who were lost could be found. Those who were foreigners will now become citizens of the kingdom of God. Those who didn't have a place now have a place not only in his kingdom, but at his table. And Jesus fixed his eyes on that as he was walking towards Calvary. And so for us, as we walk through this week together, let us remember that we have been invited to the table of the king. That even though we were once far based on what Jesus did to redeem us, we now have a place and we can be all citizens of the kingdom of God and sit at the king's table and be as a son or a daughter of a king. I encourage you to reflect on that, pray on that, be thankful for that, and really walk in that.
0: Nick, thank you for your time today. Appreciate you. To continue this time of devotion, you can go to our website to find more resources for you and your family. Also, on Good Friday, we have connected with several Christian artists and put together something special that you do not want to miss. Thank you for joining us today, and we'll see you tomorrow as we continue on this Holy Week journey.